0: Visit roberthalf.com today. Well, 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 we are nearing to the end of the season in many domestic club competitions, but the news continues to surface as many players think about moving clubs, renewing clubs and even bigger names coming to bigger opportunities and who better to join me of course than Fabrizio Romano with a daily dose of Monday. Fabrizio will be talking about Rudiger of course as his reported interest to Real Madrid continues to be more realistic than ever. PSG what's the future for Pochettino, etc. Paul Pogba, is he going to leave Manchester United? Gabriel Jesus, what about him and Manchester City? And maybe some other little tidbits to discover with Fabrizio Romano. Que golazo begins, right now. Hey everybody, welcome to Que Lasso. yes, I'm back, baby, you thought you could get rid of me, well, you were wrong, LME is back, and I have, of course, what a, what a great way to return than to see me, bro, Fabrizio Romano, how are you, man?
1: Hello, my friend, welcome back, we missed you, and all good, all good, I'm always happy with Champions League, you know, so now it's time for the semifinals, and it's time for transfer market, because trust me, it seems like July, it doesn't seem like April, so I'm happy, I'm happy.
0: I know, and it seems like July for you, my friend, because you are down south in Italy and enjoying the time with the family, right?
1: Yes, yes. I'm in Napoli. I'm in Napoli with my family
0: for a few hours, but yes. Well, don't tell me your exact location because I'm sure you'll get a lot of Fabrizio (laughs) Romano groupies all over uh, outside your house. (laughs) Fabrizio Romano, (laughs) (laughs) thank you so much, my friend. Uh, Thank you, everybody. Yes, I'm back. I'm so happy to be back. I had a great time in Spain eating some good food. I need to lose some weight. Uh, but anyway, that's for another day. Fabrizio Romano correctly states it's the beginning of the Champions League semifinals and Europa League as well and conference as well. A lot to discuss, but so much in the transfer market, Fabrizio, unbelievable, partly because obviously the seasons are ending. So a lot of business needs to be done. A lot of futures need to be considered for certain players. Let's begin, Fabrizio Romano, with some big news regarding some things that you stated this morning right after... We taped, of course, Antonio Rudiger, much the discussion of uh, Chelsea's and Germany's center back and what he is contemplating. Chelsea, reportedly for many months now, have been trying to persuade him to stay. But Fabrizio, give us the latest. Apparently, he's off to La Liga and Real Madrid. Yes, Tony Rüdiger
1: is set to join Real Madrid, I would say. It's just a matter of final details because the contract has not been signed yet. But there is a verbal agreement between Antonio Rüdiger and Real Madrid. There were two meetings last week between real madrid and his agents they were discussing about many points like the salary the commission length of the contract it will be a four-year deal till june 2026 uh, tony rudiger said yes he's ready for this new chapter in la liga he already played in serie A, in premier league and so for him is an important one with real madrid of course and so he decided to accept it's now time to prepare the paperwork to discuss some final detail Uh, on the contract with Rudiger and his agents, and then to sign. So it's not signed yet, but the agreement has been reached. And so uh, for Tony Rudiger, the future is in La Liga, is with Real Madrid, and it's a huge chance for him. And let me say that he's been really respectful with Chelsea, because he's been waiting for Chelsea for more than six months, seven months. Then because of the sanctions, they were not able to improve their proposal. And so that's why Tony Rudiger was waiting for two months, and then he decided to uh, make his decision and join Real Madrid in this case.
0: And per Thomas Tuchel's statement, they tried. Chelsea tried to make sure that he stayed, but Rudiger wanted another experience, another challenge. I guess that's really the the biggest selling point, right?
1: Yes, 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 of course. They were trying... Let me say that also, Tony Rudiger wanted the contract of his life. It's normal. Uh, he's not so young now, so now it's normal after two fantastic seasons with Chelsea to, to try to have an important contract, an important salary. And Chelsea were not offering the same money Real Madrid are offering, and so that's why this made a difference. But also, he wanted to stay at Chelsea. He was really happy, and he's really happy in London with Thomas Tuchel, with his teammates, but at the same point, the contract was not the best one. And with Real Madrid, the situation is different. So that's why Tony Rudiger decided to say yes to Real Madrid.
0: Well, so many questions for for both sides here, from both camps, Fabrizio Romano. I guess the first one I have for you is, who can replace Antonio Rudiger at Chelsea? Is Chelsea now thinking, obviously, about a, a bigger list this summer? And also, in addition to that question, Fabrizio, any more departures, of course, we know about, or at least we speculate about what's going to happen with Marcos Alonso?
1: Yes, of course, for Chelsea, it's really difficult to mention names now, you know, because of the owner situation we don't know who will be the director of the club in the summer what is going to happen on the market so at the moment it's really difficult to have a check with Chelsea sources because they really don't know what is going to happen as of now so we need to wait for some weeks and then we will have the final answers I would say that a name that they always wanted and will be in the list uh, no matter what happens with the owners would be Jules Koundé from Sevilla he's a player that has always been top of the list for Chelsea he was really close to join Chelsea last summer and so I see Kunde as an option for Chelsea even this summer. Let me say that they need more than one centre-back, uh, because it's true that Rudiger is going to Real Madrid, but Christensen is going to Barcelona on a free. Uh, Thiago Silva is always a fantastic player, but he's not so young, and maybe could be his final season, the next one in, uh, in Premier League. He already extended the contract, but I don't see Thiago staying for four or five years, so they need to rebuild the defence. They will have Lovic Cole will back. Uh, he's a centre-back that is doing very good on loan to othersfield, and he's a player that is really highly rated at Chelsea, and not only at Chelsea, because many clubs want him. And so they will need the rebuilding in the defence. And I want to mention Jules Koundé because I'm sure that they will try again. For Marcos Alonso, it's another situation to be clarified. Once the new owners will be in to discuss with him, like with Jorginho, with Kante, they need to clarify the future of these players out of contract in 2023. We have many rumours about Atletico Madrid for Marcos Alonso, but I'm told that it's not something close or advanced at the moment. For Atletico Madrid, there are different priorities now. And so for Alonso, we need to wait some weeks before knowing what is going to happen.
0: Much to figure out for Chelsea, specifically, as you noted, due to the new owners that should be coming in and making a lot of decisions this summer. Another question quickly before we move on uh, from a Real Madrid perspective. Isco, to Real Betis, who just won Copa del Rey?
1: A lot of rumors on this one, uh, but at the moment I'm told that there is still nothing advanced. Still nothing advanced. I see Isco... Leaving Real Madrid on a free would be a huge summer for players on a free, as we say it in January. You still remember that we always say, it, keep an eye on the free agents because it will be crazy. And for Real Madrid, it will be Isco, it will be Gareth Bale, it will be Marcelo. Uh, so there are many, many free agents available on the market. But at the moment, for Isco, a lot of interest. That is, but many other clubs, but still nothing advanced. He will make a decision at the end of the season and not now.
0: Yeah, I feel this summer is going to be a bit like the NBA transfer deadline where a lot of free agents are going to be a lot yes. of a lot of maneuvering, a lot of moving around. So Fabrizio Romano, make sure. I mean, you don't sleep anyway, but you better make sure that you are ready. So eat your food and get all nice and healthy for us, buddy. It's going to be another busy <laughs> will, summer. <laughs> all right, let's move on. Let's talk about PSG, who won league. Ah, it's actually Mauricio Pochettino's first league trophy. Fantastic stuff for the Argentinian and PSG win, of course. But of course, the shadow of so many other things loom over Paris Saint-Germain. The ultras are still not happy, obviously, due to the Champions League exit, as well as, you know, what was expected from the trio of Lionel Messi, Neymar, Kylian Mbappé. It didn't work out, but they do have a league title. Let's begin, of course, with Leonardo's statement regarding Mbappé staying. He said, maybe, thinking, talking about Real Madrid, are too sure about Killian joining them uh, basically stating i wouldn't be too confident any any advancement there
1: yes i think is is normal because knowing leonardo he's really furious with real madrid but since long time He's furious with Real Madrid, uh, how they're acting in public. He's furious with Real Madrid comments coming from the club, from from Florentino for many years, Mbappe, from like Ancelotti, Benzema. Many people talk about Bappé and he's Paris Saint-Germain player. So that's why Leonardo is not happy. He's not happy with with Madrid press around Real Madrid. So there are many points on this story. But at the end, I think what he said is the truth. What I'm told is Kylian Mbappé is thinking, on the next step. And so, no decision has been made, no contract has been signed, on Real Madrid's side, they're really relaxed, they're really optimistic, confident, convinced that at the end, Kylian Mbappé will be Real Madrid player at the end of the season, but Paris Saint-Germain are fighting, and so this is the scenario we expected, but in a few weeks, it will be time for the decision. So, up to Kylian now, let's see.
0: And Mbappé himself said, nothing has changed here, so I would completely mute out any kind of transfer speculation, or any contract speculation. All right, well, Uh, about Donnarumma as well, your Italian goalkeeper. He's staying put, but what's next for Keylor Navas, do you think?
1: I think Kaylor will go in the summer. Uh, this is my my feeling. More than news is a feeling because after his interview, uh, he said clearly that they can't continue like this. And even Donaruma said the same. They don't want to continue with this strong competition. It's maybe creating some problem. Some problems not between Navas and Donaruma because they have a very good relationship, but maybe around the dressing room for the manager is not easy to to pick the right goalkeeper for every single game. So that's why I see Kehlert leaving in the summer and trying a new experience. Even because Paris Saint Germain are happy with Donaruma. They signed him as a big opportunity in a free last summer. And so I see Donnarumma staying and Kaylor trying a new experience around Europe. It'll be an interesting summer for many goalkeepers. In England and Spain, there are important clubs looking for a goalkeeper. And so Kaylor will explore the market in the coming weeks.
0: Come to the Premier League, Kaylor Navas. Come to a team that truly deserves you. My goodness, Kaylor Navas. Let's hope the best for his future, uh, of great. course. yeah. And also, he has a very important game with Costa Rica against New Zealand to try and get it to the World Cup. So that's another one there as well in the next few months well staying with PSG Neymar oh Neymar well he said the whistles from PSG fans well they will get tired of whistling because I still have three years left on my contract here it sounds like Neymar staying put
1: yes that's it Uh, I think it's really complicated to find a club around Europe and, and Neymar level ready to pay his salary that is around 40 45 million euros per season so imagine how complicated that would be. So I still see Neymar staying at Paris Saint-Germain, trying again to win the Champions League with Paris Saint-Germain, and his his message was pretty clear. And so I think there will be no surprises on 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 Neymar, honestly.
0: Yeah, I agree. Well, the final point about PSG, which is arguably the biggest point about PSG, which is how we started, and it's about Mauricio Pochettino, Faurizio Romanos' statement saying that PSG are getting ready to say goodbye to Mauricio Pochettino. And that maybe, maybe, I don't know, we're playing a little narrative here that Antonio Conte at the end of the season might be persuaded to come to PSG. And then Pochettino swaps clubs as well. I mean, you know, there's a lot going on here. But what do you make of that?
1: Yes, I see a lot of rumors, but I know Antonio since a long time. And let let me say that it's impossible that Antonio Conte is discussing with another club while he's fighting with Tottenham for Champions League spot is impossible at the moment to discuss with any other club then maybe at the end of the season they will decide that we know that Antonio is waiting for the end of the season before deciding his future because he wants to make sure that Tottenham project uh, is going to support and back him on the market he wants many new players in the summer he wants Hurricane to stay so he has a strong ambition as we know to stay at Tottenham but it will be discussed in May not now I don't see Antonio Conte discussing with Paris Saint-Germain or any other club in April It's not in Antonio Conte style he's focused it 100 on tottenham champions league spot because antonio feels that in case tottenham will be able to to get this champions league spot it's going to be like uh winning a title because it's not a title but it will be like a title remember he always says remember what tottenham were in november uh, when they fired the manager the situation was terrible here at tottenham and he changed everything together with the board so that's why antonio is only focusing on this champions league race And then let's see. Let's see what happens. Uh, Honestly, my opinion, this is not the news, but this is my opinion. And you know that I am the biggest fan of Antonio Conte in the world. For me, he's in the top three of the managers in the world. But at the same point, he's not kind of manager for players like Messi, Neymar, you know. He's kind of manager for different kind of clubs. But I wish him all the best. And so let's see what happens with Tottenham.
0: Pochettino are more likely to leave PSG than Antonio Conte joining PSG, right?
1: Yes, 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 yes. This is the feeling around Pochettino. Uh, after that night in, in Madrid has always been the same feeling with Mauricio Pochettino and Paris Saint-Germain ready to, to part ways at the end of the season uh, even Leonardo in his interview with Sky said that they will discuss at the end of the season he was not confirming Pochettino and if you want to confirm Pochettino you have a big chance after winning the title and he didn't so the expectation even around Pochettino is for him to to go and let's see who will be the manager for Paris Saint-Germain because we had this Antonio Conte name around Zinedine Zidane name always around Paris Saint-Germain but nothing has been decided And so I'm really curious to see what's next, but let's wait for the official communication of Pochettino.
0: There is, uh, you know, similar to the conversations we used to have with Manchester United, obviously Eric Ten Hag getting ready to take over that job. PSG, similar narratives, Fabrizio Romano. There's only one man that can save this club. And I think Zinedine Zidane is big enough to demand the attention and respect of the likes of Messi, Neymar, Mbappé, etc. I mean, you listen. Zidane speaks... You listen, and I feel he would be the only one, but it sounds to me that Zidane, when you go to his Instagram post, by the way, he's loving vacation and being with his family. (laughs) I mean, do you think that the itch for Zinedine Zidane is coming back to maybe him wanting to manage a club or country?
1: I want to say that Paris Saint-Germain are able to change mind of people around the world with no problems. Especially a French club, right? Exactly, exactly. And maybe it could be a link for for Kylian Mbappé too, because let's see what happens with Kylian Mbappé, but the new manager of Paris Saint-Germain, or the manager situation of Paris Saint-Germain, will be one of the factors for Kylian Mbappé to decide his future because it's not just about money we know that Paris Saint-Germain are offering crazy money to Kylian Mbappé to stay they're prepared to offer a short-term contract but also the manager the project is something important so that's why I'm curious to see what happens with Zidane and in general with Paris Saint-Germain manager because it will be really important for Mbappé All
0: right I'm calling it here Fabrizio Romano Zinedine Zidane joins PSG and that's the main reason why Mbappé stays at Paris Saint-Germain
1: And I don't want to know what happens in Madrid (laughs) <laughs> oh, I want to watch
0: Chiringuito. That would be moment.
1: like <laughs>
0: <earthquake>. <laughs> no, th- I just came from Madrid and I'm telling you they are yeah, they're basically like saving reservations for Kylian Mbappé at yes, every yes. restaurant. They're ready. Yes, yes,
1: yes. But, but right. even into the club, into the club, they're really optimistic and sure that Mbappé will join. So let's see. In a few weeks we will have the final answer.
0: Let's see. Let's see. All right, let's keep going here. Let's stay with the French connection here, Fabricio Romano. Paul Pogba, done at Manchester United. It's been stated. Ralph Ragnick already, you know, it's done. Free transfer. Paul Pogba is ready to move on. Give me the latest.
1: Yes, Pogba will leave. Uh, um, If nothing crazy happens with Eric Ten Hag changing his mind, but at the moment, no communication on Pogba's side. And that's why Ralph Ragnick was pretty clear saying that Pogba will leave the club on a free. Uh, Mino Raiola, we know how it works. Uh, He's not deciding in April. He's always deciding at the end of the season. He was waiting for Donnarumma last summer and will be the same with Pogba this summer. He already had some conversations with Paris Saint-Germain. So at the moment the club had already approached Paul Pogba it's Paris Saint-Germain, they had direct talks, they had direct contacts, but still nothing agreed. even because the salary of Pogba is really a huge one. His salary is around 14-15 million euros net per season, plus bonuses, and we know with the sponsors. And so it's not an easy situation with the salary, and now he's he's available on the free. So you have to include the salary the commission, that's why Paris Saint-Germain was asking for information. They are in contact with Mino Raiola, but it's still an open race, and I'm sure that Rayola will keep it open till the end of the season to understand who will be the manager of Paris Saint-Germain, what's going to happen to other clubs. So that's why they're going to wait, and then let's see what happens with Pogba. But they want to keep this this, this race open for Pogba.
0: Well, let's keep playing this game here, Fabrizio Romano. Paul Pogba obviously leaving Manchester United. Manchester United have to fit in a position in there. And by the way, even before Pogba, they knew that somebody in there, in the middle, to really solidify everything... Both off the ball, on the ball is crucial. And obviously, Declan Rice fits so many patterns here. You stated, of course, uh, reporting that Declan Rice has rejected the latest contract offer from West Ham. Obviously, he's thinking big, uh, invaluable to West Ham, but he's invaluable to England. He's just a tremendous player. By the way, I don't know if you saw Fabrizio Romano, but David Moyes called you a local yes. boy uh, earlier. You know what this means to saw, me? Fabrizio Romano, he. He knows that you're right on course. That's why he's shaking, my friend.
1: <laughs> Let's see. I, I always say that I respect people in football, but at the same point, I think the facts speak, and so that's why at the end, uh, at the end, we will see if Declan Rice will sign a new deal. I will be happy for West Ham. What I'm told is at the moment he turned down that proposal, uh, the third proposal from West Ham. He said no. Uh, but I think it's also normal for this boy to have some different ambition in the future. Maybe he will stay one more season because I always say we have to respect West Ham. We have to respect the owners, Moise too, and, and they have to. They always wanted to, to confirm Declan Rice and they still think that Declan Rice will be at the club this summer and this has been the position for West Ham. So they are convinced that he's untouchable this summer, but what I'm saying is that from what I told, Declan Rice has no intention to sign a new deal, uh, even if they will improve the proposal. And so let's see what happens in the coming months. Uh, I wish all the best to West Ham because I would love to see Declan staying at West Ham. But at the same point, it's going to be complicated for the clubs to sign him this summer because they really want £150 million for Declan Rice. So it's really crazy money and I think it will be complicated for United or any other club to sign Declan Rice in these conditions. But in the future... The expectation is for Declan not to sign a new deal, and so that's why West Ham have to be good with their strategy if they don't want to lose him on a free. But they're pretty relaxed, and I can understand them. It's still a long-term contract, so let's see what happens.
0: Yeah, um, listen. Similar threats. Uh, by the way, it's only because you're right on the money on this, and and David Moyes knows it. I'm sorry. Like, uh, and also, by the way, it's very dependent on what happens with West Ham. Let's say they win the Europa League. Like that could mean yes. a lot of things. It's a path to the Champions League, etc. And that could determine a lot of the fate. Of Declan Rice. I think himself. I think
1: if you want to deny some story in football, it's really easy. You can go out, you can go out and say this is not true. Is it? But I he need, didn't say.
0: And so. he didn't deny it. No. He exactly. Didn't. Exactly. <laughs> I think no, it's really, really easy. I'm with you, brother. This is the <laughs> same. I know, narr- I know, I know. Listen, this is the same narrative that we had with Jack Grealish. Remember that? Jack? Yeah, I was yeah, very exactly. nervous. I was very nervous at the very beginning when it happened, and you kept saying, Listen, I'm not saying it's happening right now, but the interest is there from both parties. And Jack Grealish is thinking bigger. He wants Champions yeah, yeah, League. Yeah. He wants all this stuff.
1: But in this case, it's a long term contract. And let me say that West Ham, we need to respect West Ham and we respect Ham. 100%. And the reality is that West Ham want to keep the player this summer. So I think there are huge chances for West Ham to keep the colonized this summer, yeah. right, just to be clear.
0: And the chances can grow if they win Europa League. Yeah, exactly. Because exactly. they have Amen. champions. Yeah. Yes. So we have to wait and see. But absolutely right. No doubt about it. The value of a player is respective to the employer. So if they want 150, Somebody has to meet the price, and I'm sure there are teams that can do that. All right, let's move on. Let's talk about, uh, for a second, Gabriel Jesus, by the way. He scored some goals this past weekend, by the way, as Man City continue to fight with Liverpool, of course, for that title race, and uh, they're getting ready for the Champions League as well, of course. You know, he was asked about his future, and Gabriel Jesus was very diplomatic about it, but it did sound, Fabrizio Romano, that, you know, he's, he's on his way and, and we're hearing as well that, you know, and Edu, by the way, if Arsenal's Edu telling ESPN, we're going to focus on signing one or two players after last summer revolution. We need the next step. And apparently Gabriel Jesus might be part of that project, especially as Man City are maybe making some space for a certain player called Erling Haaland. What's the latest with Gabriel Jesus?
1: Yes, I see Gabriel Jesus leaving Manchester City this summer, honestly. Uh, of course, now he's saying that he's focusing on, on Manchester City and it's normal. They're fighting to win the Premier League, the Champions League, so it's absolutely normal. But the reality is that he's out of contract in June 2023. And at the moment, there are not even conversations between Manchester City and Gabriel Jesus to extend the contract. So that's why there are huge chances for him to leave the club on a free. Arsenal had direct conversation with his agents, but they're not the only club. But Arsenal are in contact with his agents. So Gabriel Jesus' situation is absolutely... Open, Arsenal are interested, but still no direct talks between clubs, Man City and Arsenal. So that's why it's going to take time. But I'm sure that he will be one of the players on the move this summer. Uh, I'm sure that Manchester City know about it because they are working to sign Erling Golan. This will be important days to understand the timing of the Erling Golan move. But Manchester City are in the process. Manchester City are pushing to have Holland. And so it's absolutely normal uh, to know about Gabriel Jesus looking for some opportunities. And then, as you mentioned, the interview from Edu, I want to clarify one point for Arsenal fans, because he said, we're going to sign one or two players. But since last summer, the strategy is very clear. Last summer, it was a revolution for Arsenal. They signed 12 new players, so it was like a rebuilding of the team. But this summer, maybe they are not just going to sign one or two players. This is to clarify. Arsenal fans were in panic, like saying, uh, we need maybe four or five I want to say one or two important players. That's the sense of the interview from Medu. From it means now it's time for the next step. Last summer, we were trusting some young player, some interesting player like Odegaard. So they did important signings. But now it's time to push with important, one or two important players, midfielder and striker, and then to build maybe some other player in different positions.
0: Yeah, big signings. Gabriel Jesus obviously uh, being one of them, by the way. Hey, can Man City last another full season with just one number nine, by the way, because we're talking about Erling Haaland, but then Gabriel Jesus leaves and obviously Pep Guardiola is a master. He doesn't even need one, but what, what do you make of it? Would it just be Erling Haaland and then maybe some other additions or does Erling Haaland remain the top target?
1: Good question. At the moment, they're really only focusing on Holland. Haaland. Uh, they, they want talent uh, at all costs. So at the moment, they're only focusing on him. Then let's see, maybe... Later in the window, like in July in August, they will have some opportunity in case Gabriel Jesus will leave the club as we expect. But at the moment, the focus is, is Erling. Uh, he's the obsession of Manchester City. They are working on Erling every single day since three months. And so that's why that's why I, I still see them focusing on Holland and then let's see.
0: Let's see, indeed. But if any manager can do wonders with what he has, of course, it's Pep Guardiola, but he does have a pretty good squad to begin with. Anyway, all right. Well, we're nearly done here with Fabrizio Romano. Thank you so much. Any final thoughts, Fabrizio Romano, as we say goodbye?
1: Yes. One is for your Aston Villa because I know you're always uh, worried <laughs> with, uh, with your club in a positive way. I'm always way, bugging of you. I'm always, always bugging. Absolutely. I'm always bugging Fabrizio, everybody. Exactly. 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 So first point, Steven Gerrard was in Marseille to scout. Boubacar Camara is a player that has always been in the list of Aston Villa for the summer. He's available on a free, let's remind. No agreement with Marcel to extend the contract. But also Atletico Madrid are interested in him. And so Atletico Madrid, I'm told that they're leading the race. It's not going to be an easy one for Aston Villa. But for Camara, he's still open. He's a free agent. And so let's see in the coming days what happens between Aston Villa and Atletico Madrid. And then there is Filipe Coutinho, uh, your boy, that started in a fantastic way with Aston Villa. But now it's time for the decision. The last check I did last, uh, last week, the answer I received is still nothing decided on Aston Villa side. The real point is about the salary, because the salary of Felipe Coutinho is a really huge one. So they could be able to find an agreement with Barcelona. Barca want to sell Coutinho, and for Aston Villa it would be a priority to sign him for Steve Gerrard. But it's about the salary. If they want to invest crazy money on his salary or not. So that's the point, even with his agent. It will be discussed in the coming weeks, but the Coutinho situation is still open and let's see what Aston Villa will decide.
0: Substantial information, Fabrizio Romano. Thank you. John Percy from The Telegraph, uh, you know, echoing and stating as well a really good point. It's a dilemma for Aston Villa because it's about meeting this price. Nobody doubts the talent in Coutinho. He started so well for us a little quite recently. But, you know, like Stephen Jarrett said, he's going to come good. So it's about meeting the demands financially and risking that for the sake of perhaps not getting other acquisitions or saying goodbye to him and not having that choice. And maybe somebody like Newcastle, who maybe could be interested, et cetera, other teams, of course, and go in the other direction. But regardless, it still remains the option for Aston Villa to buy, correct? Yes,
1: yes, 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 absolutely correct. And they they are able to make a decision in the coming weeks. So I'm really curious to see what they will do, because I think for Coutinho, it's needed to, to stay. He needs to be consistent uh, with Aston Villa. It would be the perfect solution. I wish him to stay at Aston Villa,
0: honestly. I love you, Fabrizio Romano. This is why we talk all, all the time. Hey, by the way, Renato Tapia. I'm, I just say it every night. Your and boy. And then, <laughs> I watched him live last week, Fabrizio. I Mom, saw your tweet. I saw yeah. your tweet. Ooh, baby. You're working
1: as head of scouting for us. I know.
0: Dinner. Hey, I'll do it for free. I don't care. I don't <laughs> care. Anyway, but you know what? Who doesn't uh, work for free? But you know, in many ways, he does because all the content that you see is is on Twitter for free, <laughs> Fabrizio Romano. Thank you so much! Fantastic Thank content. Thank you so much on the Champions League. By the way, what are you thinking here? What What are you thinking in the first leg? You don't have to tell me who's gonna win the whole thing. What do you What do you thinking here this week in the first leg with this Champions League semifinals?
1: I see Man City winning with Real Madrid, but it will be a crazy one in Bernabeu then, and Liverpool winning with uh, with Villarreal.
0: I think ultimately it's a Man City Liverpool final, don't you? I just I just- guess too. I guess, yeah. too. Yeah, we, we we will see everybody. But Fabrizio Romano, follow his content on Twitter, Instagram, CBS Sports, of course, and so much more. Busy, busy, and it's going to get busier for the one and only Fabrizio Romano. Thank you, brother. Thanks so much. Thank you, as always. And see you soon on and Enjoy Champions League. Absolutely. Thank you, everybody. Follow us on Twitter, kegolasopod, youtube.com forward slash kegolasop. Please subscribe and spread the word. We're also wherever you listen to Pod, CBS Sports, and your CBS Sports app. Enjoy the Champions League semifinals, the Europa League semifinals. You can only watch them on Paramount Plus, by the way, and can't forget the Conference League. Have a great beginning to your week. We'll see you next time. Till then.